You're listening to Inside the Locker Room with Wimp and Barry Sanderson on Tide 100.9 in Tuscaloosa. Coach Barry Sanderson, it's time to take you inside the locker room. Presented by Dr. Pepper on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Hey, good morning. Welcome to Friday edition of Inside the Locker Room. 205-342-9904 as always. We're going to jump in on the show with us this morning. No 7.30 guests, so uh, that'll allow us to take uh, phone calls uh, this morning. Sometimes we like to not have a guest, and it kind of helps us take calls and not worry about going over and getting off with the guests. We'd love to have you guys get in on the show uh, with us this morning. We do have some guests, but just not at 7.30. Um, the Twitter account for the show, at Locker Room 109, at Barry Sanderson, at Wimp Sanderson 1, email Wimp and Barry at Yahoo.com. Download the Tide 100.9 app to your smartphone, and you can take us with you anywhere you go. It's that time of year. The honeydew list is growing. All the Christmas decorations are up. And the projects are adding up. The time is right now to build that new fence deck or pergola you've been dreaming about. And there's no better time to build than with pressure-treated pine from Great Southern. Well, Yellowwood offers proven protection from rot, fungal decay, and termite attack so you can know your project will last for years to come. Head on down to your local dealer and remember, if it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, then Joe, you don't want it. Good morning, Dad. How are you this morning? Okay. Have a tough one last night? Uh, yeah, it was a good, really good game. Um, first of all, I played Aliceville, uh, Dad, and I want to congratulate Aliceville. Uh, not only having a great team, the, the whoever's ranking these teams, Joe, or I don't understand why, but Aliceville's like 16 and 0, and they're not even getting votes from, they should be ranked number one. But more importantly, as they have a fan base, they take Joe. They take over your gym. You know how those people will bring like those little chairs. They open up and for the travel ball games, they got people that bring their own chairs and they sit in the corners and they're in your student section. They're all they travel like Kentucky as far as high school basketball. So and they get into it, and uh, it was a great game. We were tied probably with two minutes to go. We were. Uh, we're right there to win it, uh, but but didn't. Uh, but they are. Alice was very very good, and when you play them, man, they bring the people. So all my friends in Aliceville, I think I picked up a couple of friends last night, maybe a few enemies. But uh, and the ones that call and been telling me about Aliceville, I have a new appreciation for Aliceville. So if you want to go to dinner in Aliceville when their basketball teams play, go because they will. Every restaurant will be open because they're at the game. Was it Tajerion Williams? Is that the young man's name? Tajerion. Uh, uh, yes, uh, he's he the like quarterback for him. And yeah, he is a, an amazing athlete. I got a couple of those, uh, and so I think he had ten points. But uh, kids battle. I got my one of my seniors. We're going to have. It's not our last game tonight, but uh, we are doing senior night. And Blake Henderson, one of my really gutty little seniors have been with me the entire time will join us at eight o'clock look forward to talking to blake what happened in sports last night i didn't know here that gonzaga got beat lost the home game wow seven six times 76 licks they had been winning and they got beat by one i think it was by lum uh mike bray 
has had enough of coaching. It uh, he's done a great job at Notre Dame. He's just sick of it. I think tired of all the problems that are coming down. He's been the winning his coach there. Uh, Demar Hamlin, uh, who was of course injured and almost lost his life, is uh, has a long way to recover. He's still trying to get recovered. It's not not over with for him completely. So that's come out and brought brought to our attention. Uh, Jake Grace. Who plays a quarterback at um, Garcia? Not not Grace. I'm sorry, Garcia. Who plays a quarterback at Miami? Transferred to Missouri. Uh, Purdue did beat Minnesota. Uh, La Quinta. I played out there one time in in California. Boy, a nice, great golf course out there in the American Express. Uh, Davis Thompson's ten, ten under. Um, better watch out because Ram is just eight under. Uh, Stuart Sink's playing in it. As well as Ricky Fowler, uh, Stewart's five under, and Ricky Fowler's four under. Uh, if you want to continue with football this weekend, Chiefs and the Jaguars are at three thirty on NBC, and the Giants um, and the Eagles will be on. I think it's seven fifteen on Fox, and then Sunday the Bengals and the Bills are on at two o'clock on CBS, and the Cowboys and the Forty Niners are on. At 5:30 on Fox. Uh, tomorrow's a big basketball game. Alabama will go to Missouri. Since Nate's been there, they have not won at Missouri. Uh, odds are that they have a great chance to win this time. Although Missouri certainly um, has done well and gotten a lot better. Ole Miss starts off things at uh, at 11 o'clock, uh, going over to Arkansas. Arkansas. Um, Struggling like a Dickens, not what they thought they would be. You know, Miss has struggled as well. Got their first win against South Carolina. Vanderbilt's about the same. Uh, if they get Robbins back, uh, they'll be a lot better. But I don't know how sick he was uh, in the Alabama game. Georgia's played somewhat better. Lost at Florida, a place he liked to have won at. But outside of that, they've they've gotten somewhat better. A and M, I, I can't really tell. Uh, got you know they're thirteen five or something. The record, I forget what it is exactly. They go to Kentucky. Kentucky is, um, as, it, as it stands right now, said not to even be in the NCAA. So we'll, in, in tournament, we'll see what happens there. A and M is always a little bit better because their non-conference schedule is never very good. So I, I can't tell you about that one. But they're at Kentucky. Auburn, who's only lost three games, got a good win at at. Uh, at LSU, I thought the other night LSU can beat you if if you don't play at their place. They did beat Arkansas at their place for their only win, but they go to South Carolina, and the way Auburn plays defense, that should be no trouble. Tennessee's at LSU. Tennessee started off very cold against uh, Mississippi State. I uh, had two guys out with uh, flu or whatever sickness and didn't play, and finally. Uh, Against stake or stake can't throw one in the ocean. Um, they won that game. But anyway, they go to they go to LSU and play. And and uh, all in South Carolina, as I said, Alabama's Missouri. I've mentioned that should be uh, a good basketball game. Missouri is excited about their team. They're a lot better. Alabama, as I said, has not been able to win over there, but they'll be ready this time because they're so talented on both ends in inside and outside, playing better defensively, rebounding great. Not turning it over as much and and shooting it well from the outside as well as getting a lot of passes inside. Florida's at Mississippi State. Um, anybody's game there. Um, Florida would have a good chance to win that game if State doesn't shoot any better. 
and so that that's sort of where we are um, with with things. Standings, are, of course, uh, Alabama and A and M are undefeated, six and zero and five and zero, and Auburn, Auburn, Tennessee, five and one, Georgia, um, Missouri, Kentucky, Florida, three and three, Vanderbilt, two and three, and South Carolina, one and four, and the rest of them are one and five. LSU, Mississippi State, Arkansas, and Ole Miss projected as of right now. I'm not counting who might win the tournament. Uh, five teams from the from the SEC will be in for sure. Uh, some places, some te- some leagues have seven. Uh, five could be wrong, but that's what they have projected right now. That's it. All right, um, Missouri. Um, they've gone through a lot of coaches here uh, recently. Uh, we'll see uh, if this is the guy, but. Uh, <clears throat> And that I think you and I realize maybe people, if you really follow basketball, that Missouri is a really good basketball school. And Quinn Snyder was there, obviously. Uh, Norm Stewart was there. Uh, they were in the Big 12 uh, back in those days. Uh, I saw the other night where they have sold out the arena, not just for this Saturday game, but for the rest of the season. And I think that's good for the SEC uh, to have Missouri relevant. Uh, wow. They create a tremendous home court advantage uh, there. Now, Alabama's talented, but they're going to be running into a bus. So even when Missouri was down, Alabama has had a tough time going over it. But that is a really good basketball school in Columbia, Missouri. Well, uh, Missouri, for some reason, because of all of us over in the Georgias and the Alabama area, we kind of look at Missouri as kind of a foreign team. Uh, they're by Barry's right. They're no, they're no way a foreign team. When 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 Missouri was playing Kansas and Norm was there, and Norm was a great friend of mine and still living. I, uh, I have his phone number. I got I checked on him, tried to, but couldn't get him. Um, they're terrific and and better in football. Have been to the have been to the playoffs. That's more than Ole Miss has been uh, in football. So um, you'll you'll find that uh, Missouri will come be ready to play. The crowd will excite him, excite them. Uh, they had a three-point win over Arkansas, and but they've been good in, in basketball and and a little bit better in football than they've shown. They they're they've uh, um, it's just kind of an interesting school for Missouri to be in where they are in, in the um, I guess they're in the East, aren't they? Uh, well, they the don't have divisions in basketball now. But, I know that. Yeah, I know yeah, that. But yeah. I mean, in football. So anyway, um, keep your eye on that game. Should be a very interesting game. Uh, last year, uh, Alabama went to Missouri, lost ninety-two eighty-six. In twenty twenty-one, they went over there and lost sixty-eight sixty-five. And then the year before that, they went over there and lost sixty-nine to fifty. So Joe, that's three straight losses uh, for Alabama at Missouri. Last time they went over there was in two thousand. 19 with a 70 to 60 win. So, um, should be a fun game to watch. Uh, then Alabama will travel over there. I believe it's what is it a five o'clock game, guys? Five o'clock game over in Columbia, Missouri. So, that should be it's always nice to watch these games, uh, with uh, a packed house. And you'll have a packed house tomorrow. I uh, did, I hate to even tell you this on the radio. Did you see Wally Sanders passed away? Yeah, yeah. they've called me about him, and I've as I try to always do, I uh, talked to his son. 
I called him. Wally and I were great friends. Yeah. Uh, he uh, he was a, a good basketball coach. He, he had some physical problems, dementia some, uh, back uh, a good bit while ago, and then didn't feel real good on Saturday, and, and uh, I think he passed away Saturday night. But I talked to Kirk's son, and uh, Doug Backus is my uh, was my manager, or what worked worked for me, um, let me know. I knew while they had been, uh, had been bad and lost a good, good man, a good basketball coach in Decatur. I hate, I hate yeah. Him. Wally was, uh, y'all don't know Wally, uh, was at Decatur high school, uh, for a long time. He's been retired, but, uh, really good, good man. And, uh, I had a lot of friends in Decatur, Burl, which played football at Alabama was, was a great friend of mine, Joe Jones, who coached there. And, and um, um, just you know, just a lot of people that I've, I've known through the Decatur because I was from Florence, known all through the through the years, and a lot of them, uh, a lot of them are passing on. All right, we'll take this break, uh, guys. California is the one that very first group that passed the NIL said so we're paying our players, and then it spread across the country. All these other states started chiming in and, and allowing. NIL to happen in their state. Well, they got another bill uh, that they're going to try to get past Joe in college athletics. I'll tell you what that is when we get back from break. I have a feeling, Joe, Dad's not going to like this bill either. So we'll, we'll talk about that when we get back. Also, the phone lines will be up in Royal Cleaners, pickup and delivery. They want to make your life easy for you. So they come right to you, pick up the laundry, get it cleaned back, deliver it right back, bagged up, hung up, folded up, whatever you need. University Boulevard, Bridge Avenue, North Porter, 4850 Royal and Rice Mine Road, if you'd like to drop off. If you want to come get it, 205-391-0034. You listen to Tide 100.9. It's the home of Alabama Sports. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, we have a wreck involving a vehicle fire on 2059 westbound just past exit 62 with delays. If you see other conditions this morning, just give me a call. If you want a great deal on a new or used vehicle, you need to go to Townsend Nissan. Tremendous selection, low finance rates, and top dollar on your trade. Go see them. I'm Captain Ray. Here's what's trending on the Tuscaloosa thread. Good morning. My name's Mary Kay, and I'm live from the Town Square Media Newsroom. And 15 men have recently been arrested by agents of the West Alabama Human Trafficking Task Force after an undercover operation and long-term investigation into prostitution in the area. And the DCH Health System said they have reached a critical level for type O blood, and its hospitals in Tuscaloosa, Northport, and Fayette are approaching critical levels for other types as usage for patient care only increases. For more details, tap the free Tuscaloosa. Thread app. In a collision, easy decision. Make one call to one name. Mesreno, 206-6300. No representation of the quality of legal services to be performed. It's greater than quality of legal services performed. Coaches took to the radio and TV airwaves to tell people that if you're building outdoors, the only way to build is with pressure-treated pine, yellow wood. It is the very, very best. Why? Because all the coaches said yellow wood, pressure-treated pine, protects against bug, termite, and weather. Decking. Fencing, playsets, whatever you're wanting to build, just go to the internet, look at Yellowwood, and you will find these coaches advertised a great product. If it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, believe you me, you don't want it. It's Yellowwood. 
Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. The weather cool and dry today with a good supply of sunshine, the high 58. Tonight, mostly fair with a low at 32. Tomorrow, increasingly cloudy, a chance of rain by late afternoon. Rain is more likely tomorrow night, the high at 58. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 39 degrees in Tuscaloosa. You're listening to Inside the Locker Room with Wimp and Barry, only on Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Barry? Yes? Uh, before you get into your discussion, yes. do you recall, do you recall the uh, when Coach, when coach uh, walked into... Uh, the meeting, offensive meeting, Nick Saban did, and he said, uh, where's, where's Dan? He said, well, Dan's left. He's gone to Miami. I know Dan's on the move again. That's my point I was fixing to make to you. For all of our listeners who remember Barry and I talking about Where, that. Where's Dan? Where, is, is, Dan is Dan? Can you imagine today? how that Where's Dan? He's, they're all yeah, looking he's at running each late. other. He's running late. All the assistants are cutting eyes at one another saying, wait a minute, he don't know? He don't know? Dan and Baltimore coded them. Yeah. yeah, Dan Dan has gone to Miami, and, and the Miami experience didn't turn out very well either. And so he is now the new offensive coordinator. Because I like. Well, Dan was just stuff. recently at Maryland. Yeah, I know. Okay, yeah, that's right. Yeah, but to Maryland, that's right. Yeah. He went to Miami in Maryland. Now he is eighty-eight and out the gate. He he's working at Maryland for former coach at Alabama, had the quarterback there to his brother. So he is now. <laughs> Uh, heading to the University of Arkansas, and most of it. Woo, Yesterday, that he, Arkansas offensive coordinator, Browns um, left and went to TC. Coach Saban, if you're listening, I know he is. That was so funny. Where's Dan? And you know, the assistants are like cutting eyes back and forth. each other. like, Coach, come on now, Dan gone. Dan office cleaned up. <laughs> Why coach needs to hire a guy that has a son? It's maybe in the tenth grade, six six, with handles that can really shoot. That wants to be coached by a gray headed older guy. Come on, coach, get some coaches in here that got some ballers on their team. All right, Yellowwood pressure treated pine, but doesn't have that yellow tag on it. You don't want to see. Joe was thinking right there, so I need to help coach with his coaching candidate. Does Jeremy Pruitt have a son? Maybe I should be pushing for Jeremy Pruitt. Does he have a son that can ball? I'll look it up. I don't know. If he does, don't tell him I've been talking bad about him. All right, to the Yellowwood Hotline, get Pat into the show. Good morning, Pat. Pat, Pat, where's Dan? Where's Dan, Pat? Hey, I where Dan went to. But, uh, Dan, uh, but, uh, Mendez, uh, might be a good, uh, DC. Uh, but, it, it, I mean, anyway, hey, let's talk about, uh, that Vanderbilt game just a second before we let it put it totally to bed. Oh, I think that the key to that game was the fact that Coach got his boys up the day before in order to do a shoot around in that most terrible stadium that I've ever ever uh, been around or been able to witness on TV. It was hard to watch at different angles and things. And uh, but what I wanted to talk about was the black paint around the court and the referee wearing black shoes, black socks, and black pants that in soccer uh when uh a team has a referee has similar uh, stuff to the the referee has to change 
his uniform has to have an alternate uniform. That uh, that referee they with his black pants. If they had pink leggings like a uh, uh, they do for these uh, uh, cancer awareness things, anything at all. That could have been an extremely dangerous situation. Well, the, the thing of that game, Pat, was the announcers. You know, they, here you got the Robbins kid who's averaging the leading scorer on the team, not able to play. That doesn't mean Alabama's not going to win, but he, he, it's, it's important. It's an important thought in the game. He doesn't. He, he doesn't. He's not even. He's on the bench and doesn't play, and it's never mentioned until seven eighty seven fifty eight in the game. I think he mentioned. Uh, Pat, all referees wear black pants, and all, all, just about ninety nine point nine of the time, percent of the time, when you're on the road, you go shoot in the morning in your in the arena that you're going to play in. So I do think it was good he had them up, but that's not something uncommon that happens everywhere you go. Yeah, well, I got you, but but that black paint around the court isn't a usual thing, and uh. That, uh, I mean, I'm just saying it could have been an extremely worse situation than it was. And, uh, you know, something really should be, uh, done about that. I mean, I realize that, you know, probably didn't happen often, but that was have, have potential to be a bad accident. I'm, you know, well, I'm not, I'm not following you. What, 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 oh, what happened? Oh, you didn't, you, you know, our, our player ran out of bounds and, uh, and he was, uh, uh, hustling to get back onto the court. Yeah. And the referee tripped him up real bad. And because the referee was, wearing, was in the black paint and was wearing black shoes, black pants, and black socks. You don't think he saw the referee? No. What? No way to see the referee. He was totally out of his... He wasn't dressed uh, up as a ghost. Well, I understand that, but what I'm saying is the black all blended together. It's kind of like that blue field up there uh, where they play football in Idaho. Okay. Well, you know, Vanderbilt's Vanderbilt. There you I, I, like, I like Vanderbilt's arena. I know that sounds good. It's kind of neat. It's different. Yeah, it's different. And uh, what, what I'm hoping is that this weekend it's going to be a different situation in Alabama. I, I really like the fact that Coach has been not playing close ball games and that uh, because it makes it where I don't have as much stress on me while I can go get the <laughs> I'm sure he, I'm sure he likes that those are not close as well. I like I like catching those games that aren't close too. Unfortunately, I love them. Yeah. Thank you, Pat. Thank you, Pat. Appreciate you, Pat. Guys, I got a question for y'all. This is an etiquette question. So, Dad, you try to be proper in some areas. In some areas, maybe not. You're brash. When when somebody like one of your guests, like we had Tim Brando on yesterday. And he was talking about Utah State. And he said Lane Odom, and I knew it was not Lane Odom. I knew it was Ryan Odom. Their brothers was the coach. Should you correct it or just let it go? In that case, I would let it go. Joe, no, definitely correct. Like Gary had Bart Heiss on, who I love. Bart, I think he has a great segment. Oh, Joe, come on, Bart done done a nice job uh, with Gary. Um, and he was talking about when he said, "Hey, every time they go to Columbia, it's tough." So Bart started talking about he thought because he said Columbia, they were playing the University of South Carolina this weekend. He talked about the Gamecocks. No, it was Columbia, Missouri. And I text Gary and said, "Bruh, 
They're playing Missouri, not South Carolina. He said, I know. I just didn't want to correct him. Wrong, wrong, wrong. Okay. That's wrong? Gary's wrong? Yes. I mean, uh, okay, <laughs> think back to Ryan and Lane Odom, right? Yeah. It's a matter of respect. It's not Lane coach. It's Ryan Odom. Yeah. And I didn't think Tim Brad. I don't think he took it the wrong way. No, Brando doesn't care. We yeah. do this. We, we talk. You guys, you you and Coach talk two hours a day. Uh, you, of course, you're gonna. You might say the wrong name, or you might say a wrong. I've never heard Dad say the wrong name. Never, never. But like, no. it, it, it might happen when you're talking this much. I so, don't say as much as you think I do. No, he doesn't. But, but, <laughs> Just but, but Gary needs to next time say, "Hey, I think we're playing Missouri. Why don't you talk about Missouri? Or yeah. we're talking about Ryan Odom. This is the brother here. I think Not, it's important to get these facts uh, distinct and right. All right, there we go. All right, here's the facts out in California, guys. Well, they're not facts, but uh, they went to the Fair Play, Fair Pay to Play Act in 2019 and got to Gavin Newsom's desk, and he approved it, and they were going to pay players uh, for NIL. Now, Dad, the lawmakers are trying to get this to the debt, that to the desk of Gavin Newsom, and California thinks that they are now the trailblazing legislation for college athletics since they got the NIL uh, change. So they're back at it again. So here's what they're proposing. A bill, now think about this, Joe. Think about it, you got to write this down. A bill that requires schools to share up to 50% of revenue with athletes. Now here's the kicker, though. Who compete in programs that bring in twice as much revenue as they spend on athletic scholarships? So football, you're bringing in much. I don't know what the athletic scholarships worth over there, with a cap of twenty five thousand per athlete. Then when they take the whole fifty percent, they put it away, and then when they graduate, they get the money over. I think it's a four year period. So it would. If you looked at like USC now, for instance, they'd get twenty five thousand a year, and then football, and then when they're done, they would make about two hundred thousand a year for eight, make about eight hundred thousand dollars. I don't know if that's confusing. So you, you have to be making yeah, you twice lost. as much as what scholarship money you're giving out in revenue. If you do that, which will most of the time only be football and basketball, then you have to pay the athletes uh, because they're bringing in a lot of money. You got a phone call coming in, Joe. I don't know. Dad, initially, you think something like that could possibly pass out in California? I have no idea. Yeah. I, you know, California is able to do stuff that, that nobody – about the time I say that it, it, it's not going to happen, it happens. So I'll, I'll stay out of that one. Yeah. No <laughs> so that's the proposal – they're trying to get to do some desk. Can you propose it to me simpler so I can follow it? Because I'm not very smart. Baby. All right. If you're, if Alabama's football program brings in twice as much money as they give out in scholarship money. Okay. So right. just figure out 85 players. I don't know. Figure out $30,000. Okay. Then they, they get $25,000, all the football players. Then they take that, they get 50% of the revenue. So they put that away. It's give, never going to happen. They give them 25000 every year. And then when they're done playing and they graduate, they get the rest of it. Oh, my gosh. No, that's not going to uh, – the universities are going to have a hard time with that in California. <laughs> well, you, you have to be making money. 
So but the people are going to scream, the women's basketball team's not making any money. All right, let's get to the yellow. I don't know that, I don't know that California's football teams make as much money as you think. Oh, I don't think they do. I think they're way down. I think, uh, you know, financially, I think USC, uh, UCLA, when they play each other, have big – but I just don't think they have a consistent sell-out big crowds. Like, there's too, much other th- too many other things to do. I don't think they make – I think they probably – I bet UCLA loses money in college All football. Right. All right, to the Yellowwood Hotline, get Bryce in. Morning, Bryce. Good morning, guys. Uh, Listen, where's the SEC tournament going to be played, guys? Nash, Vegas, Nashville. Nashville. Great, Nashville. great place to have it. That's where they should have well, it every year. Yeah, well, they they build a new arena. You know, I, I, I'm I'm not a fan of that gym. Never have been. Well, you, it's Bridgestone. I guess it's still Bridgestone. I like it's right down there in the heart of downtown. Great location. Nice. It's nice. M- might be a good location, but the gym itself. I mean, Alabama's it's not a gym. Always had it's, an it's an arena. It's an arena. Not Memorial College. It's not Memorial Gym. It's not, Memorial gym, it's not Coleman Coliseum. Nice, but it's nice. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, I saw where it looks like uh, maybe Tampa Bay and uh, New England's going to get in a bit more over O'Brien. You know, they're both they both wanted to talk to him. I heard he interviewed yesterday. Now, why does Bill but, Belichick uh, really need to interview him? They've worked together. Well, that's just formality. You know how that goes. Yeah. This woke crowd to be wanting to know why he didn't get, why he wasn't interviewed too. <laughs> you know, true. true. Good point. <laughs> exactly. You know, you get hey, and Brando, did did y'all find out weird that he never mentioned the Alabama basketball team? That's not true, Dad. Oh, he did to me. Yeah, Dad said, I, I know you probably hadn't seen them that much. And he said, no, I have seen them. And he bragged about how good they are. Well, I messed up hard, I guess. But uh, <laughs> I, I think it was because it would beat the, uh, the hound out of his LSU Tigers. Oh, you know? Brando don't he care. Didn't, but he wouldn't even think about that. Brando, Brando likes Alabama. Well, I mean, maybe I missed up hard, but I didn't hear him mention it. But, uh. I know uh, Charles Parker had nothing but praise to say about Alabama's basketball team. So they're the best team in the Charles, country. He had to say it. Yeah. yeah. And Ch- Charles, he, uh, he's just that way, you know. He just That's why he's so well-liked. Yeah. But any, uh, we got to go to Missouri. And my yeah. nephew, he's going up to Missouri to get a dog. He's going to go up there and watch the game. I said, you better get you a ticket now because it's sold out. Is he going to get the dog, said, dog before or after the game? After the game. Oh, okay. Uh, Richmond, Missouri. I, I, don't, I don't know if I've ever been there, but I've been to Columbia. That's a nice little town. But uh, yeah. that, that place would be packed, and it would be like it'd be like it was at Vanderbilt the other night. There'll be a crowd there, like, no doubt. like in Arkansas. Out. They'll pack it out. What do you all think about what do you think Kendall Browse left uh, Arkansas? You think he wanted to go home or the honeymoon was over? Uh, he thinks he's, the from, honey- he's from Texas, and I think he probably, probably wanted to go back to Texas. Yeah, honeymoon. right. That's, honeymoon's probably over for them over there too. Stephenville's pretty close to Fort Worth. Yeah, that's where uh, he played ball with his dad. I think there. Yeah, but I uh, it's, that's not a lateral move, though. You know? Yeah, but. Can you really win in Arkansas? You don't know what the money is. He's looking well, at 
Are you looking family, his career? Uh, Sonny Dykes is stable. He's going to be there a while. Going back home. Probably a lot of reasons. And I don't know how Sonny Dykes is, but uh, Kendall Brown's a – I don't think that offense was Arkansas's problem. I thought it was defense that didn't stop nobody. Yeah. Uh, personally, myself. Well, that, but, uh, well, that's why they went – TCU went after him. Uh, the recruiting uh, is a factor. Yeah, recruiting. Oh, yeah. He, 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 he probably recruits there in Texas, but I'm just curious if you don't heard anything nah. that I hadn't heard. But uh, anything new in Tuscaloosa? No, everything's – Oh, y'all just don't know anything. Everything's good in Tuscaloosa. Thank you, Bryce. Thank you. I appreciate y'all's time. All right. We're going to get to break. I want to give Joe his ample time. Uh, he's on hold here. First and main condos, three-bedroom, three-and-a-half bath, washer and dryer included, stainless steel appliances, all granite countertops with electric energy-efficient appliances. To get your internet and your direct TV are free. They're provided with the condominium. Ten-foot ceilings, large patios with upper-level river views, easy access to the river walk. It's a gated property with security cameras located in the historic district of downtown Norport, which is absolutely gorgeous. Great place to eat, shop right down there. Plus, you're right across uh, the river, and you're right there in downtown Tuscaloosa. Give them a call today. Mention you heard on Inside the Locker Room and get one month free rent. 205-657-7465. Or go to firstdomaincondos.com. This is the Tide 100.9. Is he home of Alabama Sports? This is a Town Square Media Tide 100.9 Sports Update. I'm Kim Rankin with your Tide Sports Update. Former Alabama defensive lineman Deron Payne is headed to the 2023 Pro Bowl. Auburn legend Charles Barkley sent praises to the Alabama basketball team. Alabama defensive tackle Jaheim Otis has started a nonprofit. This has been a Town Square Media Tide 100.9 Sports Update. Let it go! For more info on these stories and more, download the Tide 100.9 app. Tide 100.9 Traffic. From the Towns and Nissan Traffic Center, we got a wreck on US 43 northbound at Nittlery Road with minor delays. Everything else appears to be moving well, but if you see conditions, give me a call. If you want a great deal on a new or used vehicle, you need to go to Towns and Nissan. Tremendous selection, low finance rates, and top dollar on your trade. Go see them. I'm Captain Ray. In a collision, easy decision. Make one call to one name. Mesreno, 206-6300. No representation of the quality of legal services to be performed. It's greater than quality of legal services performed. Aaron Torres will get the latest around Alabama coaching searches for what will happen. We're watching a lot of different things in the NFL and how that impacts the University of Alabama. Brent Beard's going to join us. We'll talk some more college football with him all starting at 2 o'clock here on the game on Tide 100.9, the home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. The longest-running sports program in Tuscaloosa. The game with Ryan Fowler. Weekdays from 2 to 6 p.m. on Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. The weather cool and dry today with a good supply of sunshine, the high 58. Tonight, mostly fair with a low at 32. Tomorrow, increasingly cloudy, a chance of rain by late afternoon. Rain is more likely tomorrow night, the high at 58. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 39 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Find Tide on Twitter at Tide 109 to keep up with show announcements, guests, and our reporters in the field.
winners, we got losers, chain smokers. Welcome back to Inside the Locker Room, yellowwood.com. Find the dealer that's closest to you when you want to build it, build it to last. Pressure treated pine from Great Southern. If it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, then you don't want it. All right, to the Yellowwood Hotline, get Joe in. Good morning, Joe. Hey, Joe. Good morning, coaches. Hey, uh, looking for my Jimmy Sexton money. Is the check in the mail from both of you? Right, that. What are you talking about? Yeah. The other day, I told Joe, I said, I'm fixing to put a fire. I'm on a lot of fire on this show. <laughs> and I rode up to Gadsden Wednesday. I listened on the app all day long. Every show, Barry and Wimp, Jeremy Pruitt. People calling in, people talking. 10% be enough for now. We'll, we'll work, work something out when I keep getting y'all show nationalized. You know what I'm talking about. What are you saying that you, help me here. What are you saying that you're predicting? I'm saying Pruitt's coming to Alabama and everybody's going to remind y'all of that. That's what I'm saying. And you even said it a while ago about his son. Well, I was just checking out. I want it. He's got one grown son and two that are Bally Elementary School. What's he going to can't help me? You can't help you. Hey, (laughs) by the way, Barry, there's not a better place to play the tournament than Nashville. And I'll see if you agree with this on the ACC, Greensboro. Uh, Yes. I love Nashville. I was only at. The ACC one year, uh, it's in Greensboro, uh, which is really, you know, that's just kind of, back then, it's kind of lost its luster a little bit, ACC basketball, but AC basketball was just kind of oozed class. It was a really nice event. And I I don't like Atlanta. I love Nashville. I think I don't want it to go to Tampa or those no, places. Nashville is no. where it should be. Yeah. The top problem was that when I was doing it, it was on the home court. It was at Lexington. It was at, at you know, it was at, oh, I forget where, at Knoxville. Knoxville. Was at, I was there both times. Nashville. Nashville. Yeah. It was everywhere. But you had it But you had it in, at Bandy at Nashville then. You didn't have it at Bridgeton. Yeah, we had it at Bandy. Uh-huh. Yeah. Joe, whose show was the best? You said you listened to all the shows. Which one do you like the most? Well, y'all were still in all the, all the buff that day, so it's kind of hard to judge. You know what I mean? We were doing what? Y'all were getting all the publicity that day, so it was kind of, you know, every show, everybody was talking about y'all. So. But anyway. <laughs> I, said, I, I, uh, I asked that question, uh, Joe, I asked that question on another show that had a football and basket. I mean, uh, a fo- two football people on it. One from Alabama and one from Auburn. Yeah. And so I gave them something to talk about, and I, and I hung up. And so I listened, and they never mentioned anything at all about the problems except his ability to coach. That's what they everybody says, Will. They never mentioned the money in the paper sacks. They didn't, they didn't mention it. They didn't well, mention, you look, they Will, didn't, Will, they Will didn't, let's be realistic, guys. We had the national champions in basketball last year, Kansas. And what had led up to that for the last two years? Think about it. We've got to quit talking about this NCAA mess and go on and play ball and do what we're going to do. Barry, uh, you got the yellow jackets from Asheville and that? No, I had them last night. Oh, and? They took over our gym, Joe. And? We, Joe, we were, we were tied with about two minutes to go. Are you kidding me? No. 
And, uh, and we, they ended up losing. We lost by four, I think. Now, here's the key. Now, Joe, 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 you didn't tell me that every person that lived in Aliceville was going to come to the game. They packed that joint out. They had more fans in there than we did. That's right. That's right. That was impressive, Joe. It is. Now, what was the score? Let's see if your first road trip. Uh, see if you defied my odds it here. Was, what was the score? Let me look here. That was 53. Actually, one by five. 53 to 48. There you remember when we when you got their area, I called you and we talked about it. You know, you, you were having to go down there. Instead of north, you had to go south. And I said, you would not beat any of those four teams and score more than 60 points. But, man, you got close on Utah, 59 and 56. But you held Aliceville last night to 54 points. Is that what you just said? 53. We had to foul them late. Yeah. Yeah. What did you coach with? Did you coach defense with Odom? No, I did more of the offense. Well, where did you pick up all this defense in your in your? I mean, year, come right? on, Joe. You're coaching both sides. You don't think Wimp Sanderson made people play defense? I was around him all my life. They played some pretty good defense during his time, didn't they? Well, David Hobbs helped a lot. I'll have to agree with you there. Yeah. You ain't going to give Dad no credit for them defenses? Oh, yeah. No, I'm, I'm just aggravating him. I, right. I'm, I'm just trying to yeah, fire him. Oh, yeah. Pour it on. Go ahead. Get him. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Joe. Uh, Joe, but I, but I tell you what, that was, that was a great fans. I had some gentleman behind me trying to hand me a handkerchief, had me a, uh, a tissue after, right at the end of the game. And they, and I didn't mind it. Uh, they had, they came with it, man. They brought it. They took over our gym last night. So congrats. And they tell me when we go down there, you won't be able to get in, get there early. No. You ain't getting in. So you won't. I'm looking you won't. forward to that. Wow. That would be real fun. Thank you, Joe. Better tell you fans to come early if you're going to think I'm going to be there. <laughs> Thank you, Joe. Thank you. All right. Back down to the Yellowwood hotline and get Jason in. Good morning, Jason. Good morning. What's up, Barry? Good buddy. How's it going? Good. How are you, man? I uh, apologize. I, I hit the wrong number a while ago. Yeah, I saw uh, you were calling my phone. I didn't know if you, yeah. you hadn't gotten that Venmo yet. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not worried about that. Uh, I, real quick, before I get to my main uh, comment, I was going to ask your dad a quick quick question. Go ahead. Um, okay. Coach Sanderson, look, so I'm fit to go a little old school on you here, Northport, Tuscaloosa area. Back in the day, now, Frank Larry – he he was nicknamed the Yankee Killer. Is that correct? He was. All right. Yes. So about a, about a week and a half ago or two weeks ago, I thought I brought up Jack Kubison's name to you, and I didn't realize this. And I'm sure you did, but I didn't. Did you realize he went on and played for your uh, for your Cleveland Indians in, in the pros? Yeah, I, I think now that you mentioned it, I did. I had forgotten it actually, but uh, I did. He was a good baseball player, and I he so, was. Uh, but I, I didn't. I didn't remember much. I remember now that now that you mentioned it, but I didn't. I had forgotten it really. So he was that. He was that kind of athlete back at the Capstone, then, correct? Yeah, he was a good player. Yeah, he was good at baseball and basketball player. He's very, very yeah. good. Uh, uh, coach of Memphis, Eugene uh, Lambert was the coach uh, at that time. Yeah. Lambert. So, so look. So here's my here's my call. Um, so. I just I just want to say the Bama fans like the 
be careful for what you wish for on some of these coordinators. And, and here's what I'm getting at. Oh, that right. And I might get laughed off this show right now when I say this about Pete Golding. I, I don't think, first of all, I don't think he was a bad defensive coordinator, and I think he was a hell of a recruiter. Yeah, I do too. But, uh, I mean, I just look at it with my job the way I got. I've been fortunate to work for a lot of these coaches as customers, and they're one of my customers. And so you get you get to know them as a family and as a person too, and then you see all this stuff on social media and I'm like, you know, and you really can't say anything, but like, I don't, I don't know. I guess I just look at it now at, at a different angle. If that makes any sense, you know, as you know, as cause I'm a father, they've got all these coaches and coordinators, they got kids too. And then they see all this, I'm glad he's gone. Or I'm glad, you know, such and such. And I'm just like, you know, geez. Well, the problem is you got people talking about it. that don't know anything about it. Yeah. Or him or his family. He's got Pete Gold, he's got three great kids. I mean great kids. They all go to TA. The little boys are fireballs, man. They are fireballs. They're fun to be around. Uh so and when he's leaving, okay, he's leaving. Why are you gonna keep criticizing these guys? Uh he gave you know, you, let he, it go. He gave you everything up. he had. And uh I'm sure the negativity probably pushed him to get on out of here and people get sick of that so they want your yeah. support so thank you jason y'all have a good one all right uh, we get to break here and then we'll um bring him a main man mike brown before we do it though dad tell him about constant companion well constant companion a little booger bear of mine got me up at at uh, seven minutes after five this morning but he's uh she's a Tough little dog, and she's been at Constant Companion being checked all the time. Very, very good people out there. Six three five zero three one three. If you'll go by there and take your animal that you maybe you got a new animal, and let uh, Doctor Foster and his his group look at it, they'll give you half price, and uh, they'll trying to uh, entice people to come and see their new place. And I think they're doing great out there. So six three five zero three one three Constant Companion Animal Hospital. It is the Tide 100.9. It's the home of Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, we got a wreck on US 43 northbound at Mitt Larry Road with minor delays. Everything else appears to be moving well, but if you see conditions, give me a call. If you want a great deal on a new or used vehicle, you need to go to Townsend Nissan. Tremendous selection, low finance rates, and top dollar on your trade. Go see them. I'm Captain Ray. Get unlimited talking text plus 8 gigs of high-speed data for just $40 a month. Plus, unlimited carryover data. Track phone wireless. Now you're in control. 100.9. Here we go. Money talk. Here comes the money. Welcome back to Inside the Locker Room. Funny story about this next guest, uh, guys. I had a kindergarten and first grade practice the other night out at Rock Quarry. There's a coach came down to me and said, Hey, coach, you want to scrimmage the last 15 minutes of the of the practice? I said, Yeah, I will scrimmage, y'all. I looked down there, Mike Brown on the side over there. He's watching the practice down there. His 
sons down there practicing. He comes to my basketball camp. And they got this kid down there, guys, that is like humongous. I said, that, surely that's one of the older brothers down there practicing with this team. And I said, well, maybe that's an older team. But I said, but I know Mike's son's young, so it must be a young. It's got to be an older brother. This guy's got to be 15. <laughs> guys, they start. The scrimmage, and this guy rolls out there as a starter. I'm like, wait a minute. This kid is six? Mike Brown's been using NIL money to recruit <laughs> in the Paraleague. Mike, the guy's like six five. How much how much NIL money is Alabama one giving him? And I said, Mike, oh, y'all hadn't man. lost, have you? No. And Mike's real homeboy, as you guys know. We're dad, he's we're undefeated. Uh, I said, like, I guess you are. You got Shaq. Nice recruiting, Mike. Good job, my man. We needed a big guy. We needed a big guy. But no, I mean, look, y'all team, y'all team is stout. Y'all out there, those kids have multiple plays. We're normally like a one or two trick pony out there with those those little kids. You guys look great. So we're excited for when we get to play in a few weeks. I'm not. I don't want to play y'all. <laughs> I'm going to get sick that night. Uh, anyway, oh. guys, Dad, they, Mike is. Nice. That kid's humongous. Uh, how old is that kid, Mike? Uh, he's in first grade. He's in first grade. He's going to be good. He's big. He's going to be big. Yeah, man. He, he does really well. We played last night, one again. So it was How much a, y'all win by last night, Mike? Be honest. 28 to 12. 28. Like we, score 20. we scored 10 last game. All right. We didn't call to talk NIL money and you using it. <laughs> uh, we called to talk Alabama 1. Tell us what's going on. Oh, I appreciate it as always. But, you know, look, it was great to see you this week. But yeah, Alabama won. It's a it's another great week with the with the credit union, and we appreciate all the support not only from you guys but the local community. I'll get an occasional phone call or a a member that'll walk up say he heard something about what we're talking about on the radio, and we're going to continue to champion this beginning of the year to get your finances right. We have a a big initiative right now to help educate our members on on retirement, retirement planning. You know how to manage their funds as we go into this new year. This turbulent economic times and uh you know we're blessed as a credit union to have a full suite of wealth wealth advisory services if you will it's a little bit unlike some of our counterparts that might refer you to a phone number or to a website we actually have a full group at our alabama one credit union main office that does an amazing job of talking about everything from iras to uh increased rates on your savings to just a better way to manage money and prepare for that next step of life and it's just one of the many bonuses of being a member of Alabama One. We try to find a product or service that suits every one of our members' financial needs, whether they're just starting out, starting over, or looking for that next chapter, that those silver years of their lives. So I would invite anybody that's thinking about, hey, 2023, that might be the year that uh, I go and hang up the hat with all the crazy stuff going on, but I want to make sure my money is protected or I, I got you know residual income coming in after the fact or an annuity, whatever the situation may be. Take a look at our website, alabama1.org. Give our wealth department a call or swing by our main office over there on Veterans World right there in front of Home Depot and that Super Target. And we'll, we'll have a sit down with you, no charge or anything like that, just to talk to you about what, what that next step could look like and what we can do for you as a credit union. Um, <clears throat> Mike, as we talk about every Friday, just about, I've got the mortgage with you guys. I have my credit card and my car loan. If somebody says, all right, yeah, I want to get a car, I need to meet with, uh, somebody about the loan. I want to get a mortgage. I know you have the different departments down there. Who do they call? Because, guys, I'm telling you, you want to go sit down with the people at Alabama One because they're just they're like Mike. They're just good people that are going to find the best solution for you. What is the best way to get to the particular de- 
departments that you want to meet with? Well, Barry, there's three three easy ways, right? It could always start with a phone call, 800-225-0110. Just start the questions, right? Well, maybe I don't know. I need to. I need some money for whatever the situation may be. I want to remodel something. I need to go buy something for my family. I need to pick up a new investment, whatever it may be. Have the question, have the conversation, and then let us find the product or service. Or you can go to our website, www.alabama1.org. We have a ton of information. And it's not just a website where you go, you click, and you're forced to read. You can actually take action. Well, I'm not part of Alabama 1. Well, there's a join now button right there. We make it super easy. I want to apply for that loan, that mortgage, that car loan, that personal loan, that credit card. Great. Click of a button. We streamline the process. Or we still have a bunch of members that like to come in and have a relationship with somebody one-on-one, face-to-face. And we have 18 locations now, soon to be over 20 this year, of places that any of our members can come in and start the conversation. And let's say you show up at a branch that doesn't have a mortgage loan officer. We'll pick up the phone, call them, conference call them there with you, or at least set up a referral to set up to go sit down with them a little bit more in detail and walk you through every step of the way, Barry. Because that's, that's just how we like to approach business. We're, we're a people business who just happen to specialize in financial products and services. No doubt. Uh, all right, let's get, Joe, get the Florida State war chant ready. Uh, give us our Florida State report. You know, you happen in with the Seminoles. <laughs> well, basketball has been just about awful, but we did get a win against Notre Dame this week. So that brings us up to a total of six. Uh, I'm so thankful that Florida State football started to really pick up with Coach Orvelli. We've been talking about that for the past year or two. Um, so we're really excited for what next year's football looks like because right now basketball has been a little bit challenging to watch with how things have been over there in the ACC. So, but we're always happy for the Noel support. I'm, I'm happy to be the resident Noel fan that calls in occasionally, but uh, I still get a ton of bless your heart to this community when I walk around with a Noel shirt on. Mike, you're the only guy that I would play the Florida State War chant for each week, so you just feel privileged for that. Dad, Dad, this guy's got a he's got a squad down there with his little kindergarten team. So it's that's great. It's no, it's not great. He's going to destroy us. Uh, But uh, anyway, Mike, I may try to get that kid's phone number and whatever after the game. Maybe I can get him on my team and your son next year. Thank you, Mike. Thanks again for everything y'all do for us. <laughs> www.alabama1.org is the website if you want to get in touch with the people at Alabama 1. We want to thank Pressure Treated Pine from Great Southern. If it doesn't have the yellow tag on it, you don't want it. We'll have Blake Henderson, uh, one of the, the seniors for TA basketball team. It's senior night tonight, and we'll talk to Blake. And Blake's probably still asleep. That boy had to fight bears with switches last night. It was the Tide 100.9. Is he home of Alabama sports? Tide 100.9 traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, we got a wreck on US 43 northbound at Mittlery Road with minor delays. Everything else appears to be moving well, but if you see conditions, give me a call. If you want a great deal in a new or used vehicle, you need to go to Townsend Nissan. Tremendous selection, low finance rates, and top dollar on your trade. Go see them. I'm Captain Ray. Everybody loves Taco Casa. Everything we do in our store, we prepare in our store. You know, we hand cut all of our tomatoes. We block and shred our own cheese here in the store. So we still. Touchdown, Alabama. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Inside the locker room with former Crimson Tide basketball coach Wimp Sanderson and his son, former SEC and ACC assistant basketball coach Barry Sanderson. It's time to take you inside the locker room. Presented by Dr. Pepper on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. 
Welcome back to the second hour of Inside the Locker Room. Andrew Knifer will help me kick off this 8 o'clock hour. Andrew's out at 4705 McFarland Boulevard, Suite 3 over in Northport. Looking for home, life, auto, renter's insurance. You got some toys for Christmas. You need to get those insured. Uh, give Andrew and his staff a call. I made the change two years ago. It's been absolutely outstanding. Let them do for you what he does for me. 205 205- Seven two two nine two zero one. Andrew Knifer, Allstate Insurance. All right, every Friday we have uh, a TA report. It's brought to you by Tax Organization out at Tuscaloosa Academy. And today uh, we are very fortunate to have one of my players. Not only does he play basketball, he also is a really good soccer player. But more importantly, he's a Absolutely great young man, Blake Henderson. Blake, are you awake yet? Good morning, my man. Morning, Blake. I am. I am. What time? Early. I know. I texted your daddy and said, "Make sure you were up." And he said that uh, you were a little bit tired this morning. We got time to be tired, Blake. We got a game uh, tonight, Dad. Blake. Blake got hit in the eye last night, Dad. Mm-hmm. And his eyes okay? a little, his eyes a little bit black, Joe. But Blake's kind of a ladies' man, Dad. So will this help him with the ladies if he has the black eye? 100%. 100%. Oh, yeah. They'll, they'll think he's a hero. Yeah. So he's got a big dance this weekend, and he's going to have a black eye. How's the eye look this morning, Blake? Uh, it's a little it's a little red, honestly. It's a little bit scratched up, but not too bad. You should see the other guy. You should, you should see the other guy. Your date will love it. Yeah. All right. Um when I got to TA, correct me if I'm wrong, I think Blake was in the eighth grade. Uh, he and Walker and a lot of these, they've been with me the entire time. And it's, it's almost uh, crazy to think that uh, it's senior night tonight. Now, we do have another home game. But, Blake, just talk about maybe your experience there uh, at Tuscaloosa Academy, playing basketball, the friendships that you guys developed this year. We've made the jump to the AHSAA. It's been about it's been a challenge every single night. Blake has improved as much as any player that I've had. He battles. Uh just talk about your experience there playing basketball for TA. Um I guess I would say when I started out, I was fortunate enough to not only play on J V teams, but Coach Anderson allowed me the opportunity to even dress out as an underclassman for a couple of the varsity games and he invited me to practices. So I think a big thing for me was getting into the gym with a bunch of older guys who were leaders, and they showed me how to do every drill the right way and how to play the game the right way. And so as I've gotten older, um, I think it's been really important for me that I had those opportunities because it's allowed me to return the favor to the, <clears throat> to the younger guys now and show them how to play the game and be a good leader on and off the court. And um, all the friendships I've made, I mean, man, it's there's countless number of guys I could call right now and they'd be like, you remember you remember playing for old Barry? <laughs> running running those ball handling drills, killing us every day before, right at the beginning of practice. They'd be like, yeah, those were the days. And so, I mean, it's just crazy to think that I'm a senior now and it's my senior night and um time flies by but uh also i think a a really uh important thing for me um 
moving to the AHSAA, it, it's been really good for me, I think, because we would play in the AISA and we'd beat some teams by like 50. And you don't, I mean, you don't know, like, it doesn't really do anything for you. You don't yeah. learn anything about yourself or your team. And I think being in the AHSAA, every night you have to go out there with mentality to um, take it to them because if you don't, they're going to punch you in the mouth and you're going to be sitting there down. Yeah. You'll look up and you're, you'll be down 20 in a heartbeat. <laughs> and um, yeah. I think it's just good because we learn not only so much about ourselves, but as a team, as a whole. So I think it's been really good for me personally. Uh, Dad, uh, I know some of your best teams at Alabama <clears throat> had great leaders, uh, and I want you to talk about leadership and then talk to Blake. But uh, Blake and Walker McKee and all our other seniors, he's right. Those guys know what I expect, and, and they help me so much. How important that is that to a team to have well, seniors that, that hold everybody else accountable? Well, the seniors are big, big, big for your team. Uh, especially when your seniors get along with each other. If they're able to get along with each other and not jealous of each other and don't really care about anything but winning and playing hard, uh, then it affects the rest of your team. But if, if you know, your senior group, is, as you've mentioned, is a group that cares about each other, and when they do that, then it means that the team will follow them a great deal more and, and you know, you'll have more consistency and be, have more fun and enjoy it more and look back on it in the years to come, as he talked about. Boy, time flies. Before you know it, you'll be graduated and gone and making a living and think about all the things that you did back playing. Uh, Blake, talk about tonight. Uh, you know, it it, it, it comes fast. Uh, and Blake, Blake is going to Auburn. We'll talk about that in just a minute. But just talk about – uh, tonight, new seniors will have a pep rally over there. We get to play a, uh, a bunch of you guys' friends, Crosstown team and ACA. But uh, more importantly, uh, just the group of guys that you're going to go out with, the senior class there tonight at uh, at home at 7 o'clock. Um, yeah, uh, definitely. It's gotten here real fast. Uh, I would say that the, the guys I'm going out with, they're all they're all unique in their own way, but Walker McKee, that's that's been my that's been my guy since um, since I've ever picked up a basketball. So I've been with him every step of the way. Um, just he pushes me harder every day, and I try to do the same to him. And so I think like just going out with him, especially, is kind of sentimental to me, just because we've been there with each other every step of the way. But um, and then there's guys, there's newcomers like. Ollie Kinnear is a big one. Um, I've known him for a long, long time. He hasn't always. He's, he used to play basketball a little bit, and then he stopped for a little while. So I'm I'm real excited that he decided to come on and join us. Um, he's just a fighter. He's going to fight at anything he does in life. Um, I can't even say enough about him. Um, and then there's there's new um, there's guys that came over a year or two ago, and I don't know what I'd do without him. Um, for example, Neil Shaw, he's he's a real he's a real smart kid. He's always gonna come in there. Um so he'll put a smile on your face even if you're you got a bad you got a, you're having a bad day. Um Corey Holman, he's I'll always remember him for never being scared to shoot the ball. No. Um, um 
and then Luke Kilgore. I'm glad he. I'm glad he um, joined us because I think he brings a little bit of an attitude, a good attitude to the team, um, and he'll uh, he's helped us a lot in the past few games. So I'm real appreciative of all these guys, and um, I'm. I wouldn't want to go out with anybody else. Yeah, Blake. All right, be honest. Do you guys have a text group of just the players, Joe? I think because whenever there's something that's maybe out that you know is going to make me mad, do you or Walker ever say, "Hey, get that off of social media," or don't go back and unlike that, don't like that? Do you? I think you guys are hundred percent. I think you guys are running things behind the scenes that I don't 100%. know. I don't know about. Is this true? It is. Blake. Very true. Blake. Dad, could you believe they would do that? Uh, yeah. <laughs> do y'all ever say anything <laughs> bad about me on the text group? No, nah, not too bad. Not nothing, too bad. That would, nothing that would cross the line. <laughs> All right, Dad, Blake is going to go. He, he's going to need your help. He's a outstanding young man. I'm telling you, he's great. He's going to Auburn. Good. He wants to work for Bruce Pearl. Uh, so we're trying to help get him on as a manager. I know you had some great managers at Alabama that are going on, oh, to, I did. Going on to do <laughs> great things. They say it's hard. To, they say they got 100 people trying to be the managers uh, at Auburn. Can you provide, Blake, any assistance on fulfilling his dream? Well, I'll know? try. I'll, I'll, I don't mind. Doing what I can to help him, sure I don't mind. I help yeah. trying to help. I don't. If they got a hundred guys trying to get there, it may not be easy. And, you know, freshmen will have a have a little bit more difficult job than those guys who've been there a while. Yeah. And most of the time, you have a you have a lead manager who kind of runs the show. So uh, we'll see what we can do. I'll sit try. Uh, yeah, uh, Blake. If it happens, he'll take credit for it. Just just know that. Um, Blake, what makes That's you what makes you want to? Even after being around all the craziness, wanting to go to Auburn up and you know tell about maybe what you want to study, and then uh, what makes you want to stay a part of basketball? Um, I I guess ever since I was little, I've had a basketball in my hand. So, um, I think it'd just be a good. It's, it it'd be good for me. I think just it's kind. Of, it's, I mean, it's a job. Like it's a full time job. And you're not getting paid anything, but that's not like I wouldn't. I'm not doing it. I wouldn't do it for the money, anyways, because basketball's been so much to me. I just love being around the game. Uh, it's taught me so many things. I think I could. I think I have a good work ethic, so I think I would fit the role of a manager. Um, I think it's um, a great opportunity if I was able to get that position. Um, I mean, even if I don't, I could make so many connections. Sure. Um, just in the attempt to try and get the position. So, and maybe something comes along down the road. So, um, I think there's the pros outweigh the cons by a ton. No doubt. And so, uh, yeah, I think it's just, I, I don't want to leave the game of basketball. I still want to be involved, even if I'm not on the court playing. So, yeah. Well, Blake, man, I appreciate uh, all the leadership that you and all the seniors uh, have shown uh, to this team. Uh, it'll be a fun night for tonight, and uh, we got some big games ahead. And I appreciate all your work, the example that you set, and I'll, I'll see you later on today. Now get to class, get your book out, and get to work. 
Yes, sir. Sounds good. Thank y'all for having Thank me. You. There's Blake Thank Anderson. Uh, yeah. yeah, really good uh, young man. He wants to go work for Bruce Pearl, and he'll go to Auburn. He'll do great at Auburn, and uh, and uh, look forward to following him uh, throughout his uh, time down there. Two-minute truck. They're at 1330 Martin Road East. That's where you go pick up your boxes, your packing supplies, whatever you need to make this a smooth. It's local, out of town, out of state. Let the professionals handle it. Give them a call today for the free estimate. 205-247-5050. That is two men in a truck. Movers who care. Here's what's trending on the Tuscaloosa Thread. Live from the Town Square Media Newsroom, I'm Mary Kay. And we're keeping you updated on the latest information about the case of former Alabama basketball player Darius Miles. Now a preliminary hearing has been set for early February, and his attorneys have filed a motion for bond. Get more details now at TuscaloosaThread.com. And there you can find out more about the 15 men that have been recently arrested by agents of the West Alabama Human Trafficking Task Force after an undercover operation a long-term investigation into prostitution in the area. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the towns of Nissan Traffic Center, no active wrecks, but McFarland is congested at Watermelon and Northbrook Drive. 43 southbound congested at McFarland. Now, if you see conditions folks need to hear about, just give me a call. If you want a great deal on a new or used vehicle, you need to go to towns of Nissan. Tremendous selection, low finance rates, and top dollar on your trade. Go see them. I'm Captain Ray. In a collision? Easy decision. Make one call to one name. Mesreno, 206-6300. No representation of the quality of legal services to be performed. Where the quality of legal services perform. Coaches took to the radio and TV airwaves to tell people that if you're building outdoors, the only way to build is with pressure-treated pine, yellow wood. It is the very, very best. Why? Because all the coaches said yellow wood, pressure-treated pine, protects against bug, termite, and weather. Decking, fencing, play sets, whatever you're wanting to build, just go to the Internet, look at yellow wood, and you will find these coaches advertised a great product. If it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, believe you me, you don't want it. It's yellow wood. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. The weather cool and dry today with a good supply of sunshine, the high 58. Tonight, mostly fair with a low at 32. Tomorrow, increasingly cloudy, a chance of rain by late afternoon. Rain is more likely tomorrow night, the high at 58. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 41 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Alabama Crimson Tide lives right here. Down to the pylon. Touchdown, Alabama. On Tide 100.9. On the bank of the river stood a running bear, young Indian brave on the other Welcome back to Inside the Locker. I love that we're playing that song because that means we're going to the Alabama One Hotline. Uh, we had Natty Moan in a couple of weeks. I look forward to bringing him right in the show, Coach Sonny Smith. Good morning, Coach. How are you? Good morning. Hey, you guys. Hey, Sonny. Uh, how you doing? Good. Doing good. Doing good. Um, you go to South Carolina, your team is played Actually, about as good as they could play. They they they're not as good as they have been. I don't think, but you can tell tell our listeners about that. But you know, record wise, they go. Even though LSU is not great, they're they're hard to beat there. So you're sure. you're off to a pretty good start, aren't you? Five and one. 
I think they're playing. Uh, I think they're playing about as good as they can play. Uh, they're minus one player that's really important to them. They don't talk about it much, but his name is Chris Moore. Yeah, he's uh, probably as consistent a shooter as they have, and he's also a very difficult defender. He, when he gets it, he sticks his man, and he does a tremendous job on it. And he's an adequate rebounder. He's not a great rebounder, but he's an adequate rebounder, and I, and I think they need that. Uh, to make that bench be a little bit closer to what the starters are, you know, he he usually has he usually has about seven or eight guys that can uh, get the job done. I think he's wheeling along with seven or six and a half right now, maybe, and uh, it, uh, it it could it could hurt him in a situation where he got foul trouble or on a in a game where it's really physical and up and down. I don't I don't know that that will happen. But uh, uh, his post players, Broom gets in foul trouble quite a bit, so they I think they, they need help off the bench that can score, and Chris Moore is one of those guys that can. Uh, they they have, they have a great backup center from a defensive standpoint, but he doesn't provide any points. And and that Chris Moore coming off that bench would, or starting either one would make that a more difficult team to play. You know the the uh, very heavy as this, but uh, the surprise is that in the top five I picked it, Arkansas, Kentucky have just fallen on their face. Uh, it's you know Alabama and Tennessee probably a little bit better at this point in time, but to take the top five and see Arkansas and Kentucky be as bad as they have been has been a real surprise. Real surprise to me also. Uh, you know when you take Kentucky. Other than Shibwe, uh, who are you going to look to to be a, a consistent yeah. scorer every night? Yeah. And, you know, I think it kind of bounces around there and doesn't give them that consistency offensively. And I don't know about defense, but maybe it hurts them there also. But uh, give them that offensive efficiency that they need to be really good because. If you don't, if you don't put somebody on the perimeter, it's easy to double up old Sweetway. Taylor, I pronounce his name right one of these days, uh, and I think it, it it hurts them a little bit. If if you can score a little bit more from the outside, I think they'd be a much better team. Uh, we're talking obviously with Coach uh, Sonny Smith. Coach, talk about uh, Bruce Pearl and his staff game planning. Uh, I think they guard teams different ways. I think they do a good job of. Trying to figure, I think Texas A&M does the same same thing. Figuring out how we're going to guard this team. I'm looking forward to when they play Alabama. How they defend yeah. Brandon Miller. They'll have a plan uh, to try to defend him. Just talk about what you see and what those guys do in preparation for these conference games. Okay, he assigns uh, games to different guys, but before it's all presented to him, Mike DiBenato, what the the graduate assistant or what the assistant that stays on campus all the time kind of puts everything together. Then he presents it to, uh, uh, Bruce and then they all get together and decide what they're going to do. But, uh, I think one of the strongest points that they have is their, their game planning and their scouting. I think they do a really good job of that. And, uh, uh, Stephen Pearl is really a really good scout because I get up real early when they're on the road, and he's always down there getting ready to put that stuff up. And he—he is—he really—it's everything that you really have to have in a scouting report to get it right. 
And uh, I, I think one of the strongest points of their program is their scouting. Yeah, I think we talk about the offensive freedom that Coach Pearl gives them because he wants them to have confidence. But I don't think they get enough credit uh, for their defense. Uh, and they change defense. They play hard. Uh, they have a real plan, don't they, Coach, on the defensive end of the ball? Yes, yes. Now, the one thing do you hit it right there, Barry. They really play hard. They only have uh, they only have uh, every once in a while one guy will slack up a little bit, uh, and they handle that real well. They don't jerk that guy out of the game, but they'll they'll ease him out after two or three plays. You you, you got to put out on defense, or he'll put you on the bench a little bit quicker than he will if you make an offensive mistakes. He doesn't. He's kind of a guy, I think, that, uh, and this may not be exactly right, but he puts up with a bad shot a lot quicker than he will a guy slacking on defense. Yeah. Uh, he, he'll let, he'll let it slide a little bit because of his depth problems more than anything else. But now uh, you defensive, you better, you better put your head in the ring there and get with it or he'll, he'll definitely get after you. Yeah. Um, what what do you feel like the conference? The projection is five teams in the NCAA tournament, and um, yeah, I think uh, Arkansas has got a schedule that's a little bit weak. Arkansas, I keep saying they're not going to get in. I don't think they are. They're one in five, but they got a bunch of games they can win. But uh, it looks to me like Alabama, if they keep winning, has got a chance to be a number one seed, and they're playing. You know, they're playing uh, the first round games in Birmingham. So mm. that, that could be, and I don't know if that's going to happen that way, but it could be a, a big deal. Yeah. I'll say this, just from what I haven't seen Alabama enough to uh, be any kind of authority on it, but Alabama's the best-looking team I've seen in the league, and their depth is good. They can go a long way, I think. Yeah, uh, depth, I think they got everything going. Do they have a deep team? Yeah, they do. Yeah. If they have that, I think they're going to be. It's going to be hard to knock those guys off. They 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 got great game plans. Their effort is really good, and Miller is is a special player. And he's not the only one, but he can he he kind of fooled me on how good he really is. They're the best team that I've seen in the league. Uh, For me, uh, picking who's the second best team is is a kind of a difficult. Thing to say, I don't know who that would be. Who, who, who you guys maybe think? Ten, is maybe Tennessee. I'd say Tennessee. It was one I was thinking about, but offensively, sometimes they struggle a little bit. They get after you every night defensively, but they'll struggle on offense a little bit. So, okay. uh, uh, but it's not a it's, it's not a serious problem for Tennessee yet because they're they're coached extremely well, play extremely hard, uh, hard to deal with. Yeah, I think. Uh... You know, Texas A&M played a pretty soft non-conference schedule, had some bad losses in the non-conference. But I think Buzz uh, knows these conference teams inside and out, and they do a great job as well of scouting and taking away uh, your strengths. And they also slow the game down. They make it almost like going to the dentist to play them. It's tough to play those guys. So I think we'll see, you know, where they end up. But I do think – Anytime you go to College Station, even when they come to your place, they're going to be really prepared uh, yeah. for your team. It's, it's a hard team to play. It's always an ugly game with those guys. Your thoughts on that, Coach? 
Yeah, I, I don't think we give them as much credit as we do other schools that are playing about the same because of where they are. I think we don't recognize them as one of the great teams in the conference, and I think it's kind of an afterthought. But I think they're from an afterthought standpoint, we're thinking that that way wrong because I think they're really good. And I think he handles his team extremely well, and I think they play hard. And his depth is pretty productive, so I think uh, he's going to be a tough out every night. Yeah. Uh, How is uh, – go ahead, Barry. Alabama coach goes to Missouri, uh, and I think it's good for Missouri to be good in the SEC. Now they've got sellouts for the rest of the year. We've seen Missouri go through a lot of coaches and really empty arenas over there. Alabama will play there at 5 o'clock. It's really a basketball school over there. Norm Stewart had to go in. Quinn Snyder did really well. That's a tough place to play, isn't it, Coach, when you go to a full house at Missouri? Even when they were playing bad and we had to go there to play, the people still showed up. And it's a basketball-thinking town. That really is. And and you get the players in there, and, and I think they're pretty good right now. Uh, you get the players in there, and that can be one of the better jobs in the cup. Being where they are sometimes makes us think of it, well, maybe, you know, kind of attitude. But I, I think they can be better than a well, maybe. Yeah. That. Uh, all right. Tell, tell all, all our listeners how great Hugh Freeze is and all the players he's getting and how much they like him. <laughs> well, I'm going to tell you, I have, I've only shook hands with him one time. But uh, he walked out. They introduced him at halftime of or the, uh, before the game or halftime one of the two the other night, and it was an amazing response. Uh, I think he's got everybody. I guess it's kind of that way for a new coach, anyhow. But uh, he's got everybody on, on his side right now, and he hates, he says the right things, and he's he's pleasant to be around. Uh, I think I think he'll be given more time, let's say than maybe the people that left here uh, if, he, if he has to if he has to get off for a bad if he were to get off to a little bit of a bad start I think they'd be going to be more receptive to him than they would be a lot of other coaches because I think he's doing all the little things that you need to do with Auburn football fans uh, co- uh, coach you you or the best radio guy ever as far as supporting your team? Has an official ever made the right call if it went against Auburn? You don't seem to ever think Auburn fouls or does anything wrong. And you, you, I love a homer that's calling the game because, I hey, that's where your paychecks You're supposed to hey, be a they don't, homer. They don't, pay me, they don't pay me to say something bad. And you know, you know, you ever notice that old son is really good on that radio? That's good. I don't play that. I'm a real homer. I'm a real homer. Have that's you ever seen a homer that. bigger than him, Dad? That's the biggest homer I've ever heard in my entire life on the radio. <laughs> and that's a compliment. I didn't, I didn't know you. I didn't. I never thought you'd catch up on that. <laughs> next, the next time at Auburn Fowl, be the first time. What you say, Wimp? The next time that Auburn fouls will be the first time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I am I that bad. Just come on, Tim. Just come right out and say it. <laughs> am I Homer? Am I first is grade your middle Homer? Name, is it Sonny Homer Smith? Or is that your middle name? <laughs> <laughs> I have an uncle named Homer. Of course, he was in prison. 
Oh boy! Oh boy! Oh boy! Somebody else, somebody else told me I was a homer. Well, everybody says that. They're the biggest homer in the history of basketball. They kind of shocked me when they said that. Yeah. Well, you are. If they tell the truth, you know what they they love a homer. They know they do. Got criticized on team. They do. Like if the if we criticize Nick Saban here, they get so mad they want you to. Be positive, and you know if you'd Alabama have to should, have a guard in the front yard. Yeah, like you'd have I, to have a guard in the front yard. I said, I said that Georgia was the best team in college football right now, and they passed Alabama. I I didn't know if I was going to be able to get home. People were so mad at me, <laughs> Coach. <laughs> I would I would like to have been there to give you a little instructions on that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nick Saban's the Say greatest. Yeah. Anytime, anytime you're talking about a great team in the league with you and they're close to you, right after you say something bad, say something good. Okay. Let me uh, write that down. Yeah, make, make sure they got a tough schedule. They always at the end it was that if you ever lose one. Yeah. We don't, yeah. I don't know one schedule from another. No. Okay. How's right. Dan doing? Some better. Some good. better. We, we're we're encouraged. We really are, and it's uh, it. When I say some better, that that's that's that, that's saying a lot from two weeks ago. Yeah, we're good. Well, coach, good. it's all, always great to have you on. When when I when Joe talks to you now, I'm like, man, please please let him be on. But I understand you had to had some tough situations there. But when I saw him type your name in this morning, he looked at me. and He pumped his fist up. So let's let you know that. Uh, we're homers when it comes to Sonny Smith. So we appreciate you being on with us. Well, yeah, I'm a homer for being on your show because you know what I think you two guys. Uh, I better get off here before I get too, what do you call it, melancholy or, or uh, oh, sentimental. Well, don't know what melancholy means. Are you getting misty? You getting misty? Yeah, misty. Misty morning. It's a misty <laughs> morning when Sonny comes up. Thanks, Sonny. <laughs> now, don't let anybody call me a homer on your show. No, we won't you know that. Only, we only we can talk to you like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. See you guys later. Bye. I don't do it justice. Dad, have you ever heard hey, him uh, on the uh, radio? Barry, do, you, do you realize that he doesn't even realize that he's a homer? What? He, he doesn't even realize he's a homer. <laughs> The officials uh, fouls on Auburn every single time. He, don't even re- he doesn't even realize it. He said, I saw that fish. He must have walked in with a yeah. cane. He's blind. I mean, Auburn never does anything wrong. You got to pre- like it, though. I mean, but it's it's unbelievable. If you haven't ever listened to this Smith call a game, it's worth it to uh, do it. All right, tell them about Bob Prince and Prince Glover and Hayes. Prince Glover and Hayes had Bob on the other day and gave us uh, some ideas about what's going on in the world. And uh, Bob is at three four five one two three four. His company is very, very, very successful. Very uh, smart guys, guys that represent you in the right way. Uh, if you have a problem, hopefully you don't. But if you do, you need somebody to call and get some advice from, then you call them at three four five one two three four. They'll be happy to give you. Their thoughts on the problem that you have, and then move over to 701 Rice Mine Road and visit with them um, in person. And I think that you'll find that uh, Prince Glover and Hayes are really outstanding individuals and outstanding people. Uh, we'll mention constant uh, companion animal hospital while I got while I got the audit six three five zero three one three. 
are great people there. If you've got a pet, then they'll give you 50% off. Dr. Foster and them do terrific. All right, we'll take this break. Phone lines will be open the rest of the show. That's it for the guest, 205-342-9904. You list the tie, 100.9. Is he home of Alabama Sports? No representation is made that the quality of services performed is greater than the quality of services performed by other lawyers. This is a Town Square Media Tide 100.9 sports update. I'm Kim Rankin with your Tide Sports Update. Former Alabama defensive lineman Deron Payne is headed to the 2023 Pro Bowl. Auburn legend Charles Barkley sent praises to the Alabama basketball team. Alabama defensive tackle Jaheim Otis has started a nonprofit. This has been a Town Square Media Tide 100.9 sports update. For more info on these stories and more, download the Tide 100.9 app. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, we have a police incident on Jack Warner Parkway eastbound at Holt Road in front of Newcore Steel might want to get in the left lane as you approach that intersection. If you see other conditions, just give me a call. And right now is the perfect time to head to Townsend Nissan. They're your hometown dealer with a great selection and low finance rates to save you money. I'm Cam Ray. At Julio Jones Kia and Mazda, we want to set the record straight. Yes, the University of Georgia won the national title and congrats to Coach Kirby Smart. Coaches took the radio and TV airwaves to tell people that if you're building outdoors, the only way to build is with pressure-treated pine, yellow wood. It is the very, very best. Why? Because all the coaches said yellow wood, pressure-treated pine, protects against bug, termite, and weather. Decking, fencing, play sets, whatever you're wanting to build, just go to the Internet, look at yellow wood, and you will find these coaches advertised a great product. If it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, believe you me, you don't want it. It's Yellowwood. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. The weather cool and dry today with a good supply of sunshine, the high 58. Tonight, mostly fair with a low at 32. Tomorrow, increasingly cloudy, a chance of rain by late afternoon. Rain is more likely tomorrow night, the high at 58. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 43 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Mr. SEC Tournament Wimp Sanderson gives you his excellent analysis every weekday on Inside the Locker Room, right here on Tide 100.9. But it was all that I could do to keep from crying. Looking at uh, the basketball schedule for this week, or for this Saturday... Uh, uh, let's take this one phone call here, and then we'll okay. We'll get okay, to that. Uh, sure. Gordon's up in Nashville, uh, my sure. favorite city. Uh, Joe, if I could live in Nashville and have everything I have here, I'd move to Nashville. Uh, except for the traffic. Traffic's bad up there. Good morning, Gordon. How you doing? The traffic is a whole lot worse than it used to be. That is for sure. I don't know what's happened to our town. Yeah. Uh, well, all it's the a great, people want to live a, here. Yeah, that's right. Too good of a town. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I will say this. You guys are the perfect thing to calm me down before I go into the studios every day. Uh, Mm -hmm. You guys have a great show, and I sure enjoy listening to you. You were talking about Sonny Smith being a homer. (laughs) And, uh, man, I love to hear him. I love to hear him and Andy. Uh, Andy and I have kind of gotten to know each other over the last few years. and uh, But I love love hearing Sonny. But he he may be the biggest homer in our league, 
but running a close second would be Brian Passick. Yeah, <laughs> he is, no doubt. No doubt. He may be 1A, uh, 1A yeah. and 1B, yes. True. Yeah. I mean, like when when the officials call something, you'll hear him go, ah, ah. You know, he, he's out there on the court with him, man. He's just. He's just Chris Stewart's got a little homer in him as well. Uh, oh, no question. I, yes. Yeah, I've had conversations. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, well, and they were here in Nashville Tuesday night. And got to got to uh, talk to them, and and uh, uh, Tom, such a great producer, and uh, they they really have a great uh, network coverage. Uh, but uh, you guys do such a great job, and and I love the conversation. I love the guests that you have on. I love. Uh, Coach, uh, love your. Uh, I just love how you uh, can break down the game of basketball for those of us who may not know as much. We love to, we love to be at the games. We love to watch the games. We're huge fans, but I love how you and Barry break it down, and uh, you know to have a, a legendary uh, character like yourself that we can listen to and enjoy. Uh, you're a, you're a. Uh, a real gift to us, and, and uh, this Pretty show sure is a, thank a real gift. Well, thank you. We sure enjoy it, and uh, I just wish that uh, somehow we could get Betty Yako in the gym to work on his free throws because when they when they foul him, it's a pretty good uh, gamble that he's going to miss. Yeah, uh, they, they but he's able free to finish good besides him, though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that's yeah. true. You know, if, if, but you know what's made him a better. I mean, this is just an outsider who knows nothing. But what he has been able to finish uh, a whole lot more this year than last year so that he doesn't have to shoot yeah. those frees uh, unless it's an and one. And he has missed, you know, some certainly some free throws, but he's able to finish at the rim. He's a lot stronger, and he takes it to, to the basket with a lot more confidence. But, yeah, those other kids are great. And then you've got Noah Clowney and, and, and Gurley, of course, that can – but they're a lot of fun to watch, and, and uh, we've got a real special team, and a lot of them are going to be playing in the NBA next year. But, uh, you know, they've, they've got, they're starting to build something. Uh, but, Wimp, I always think of you when they miss those free throws. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, you didn't put up with that. Yeah, uh, I'm looking at Betty Ako. You're right. I didn't realize it was this bad. He's 12 for 33 for the year. That's not good. That's not good. <laughs> That'd be about a 30. I never was good in math, but that's around 38%. Yeah, yeah. So, well, Gordon, we appreciate the kind words. Thank you, Gordon. I appreciate and it very much. You're that's right. Good, that's a good call. <laughs> you're right. Brian Passick is a homer, too. So, Brian, if you're listening, you and Sonny Smith are the two biggest homers in the league. <laughs> But, but we love it. Yeah. I'd rather hear a homer than hear somebody, you know, if they're calling for their school, man, that is, that's lovely. I love it so much. It's yeah. great entertainment. And, uh, you know, I'll say one more thing. In the SEC, uh, football, basketball, baseball, you you name it, we have some of the best radio people in the country doing it in our league. And the state of Alabama is so blessed because not only do we have Andy, and we have Sonny, we've got uh, Brian, and we've got Chris and Tom. But we've got Mike Paris at Jacksonville State, who's a close personal friend. But I wouldn't care if he was a friend or not. He's one of the very best, been doing a long time. Uh, so we've got a lot of really great. Uh, David Crane at UAB does a nice job. Eli, so Eli we, Gold's pretty good, too, isn't he, Philip? You know what? He is just the king. And yeah, I hope yeah. – I, 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 I actually uh, sent him a – 
text a few weeks ago and told him our prayers were with him. He's uh, always been very kind to me. But I will say this, just uh, I hope he's able to go out on his own terms because uh, he is a legendary figure and he deserves to be able to do that. So Great call, Gordon. Thank you, sir. Thanks, Gordon. Y'all Appreciate have a good day. It. Good weekend. Roll Tide. All right. Uh, Gordon's you. up there in traffic in Nashville. All right. Get to the uh, Alabama One Hotline and get Philip in. Good morning, Philip. Hey, guys. How y'all doing today? We're good. How you, good. bud? I'm fine. Got a, got a question for y'all. Um, Alabama's defense, um, and, and it's my untrained eye, so forgive me. I'm, I'm not a coach. But um, it looks like we'll be in a zone and then they, they'll sort of morph out of that and go to a, a man defense. And uh, Am I wrong? Or, or tell me. You know, they're, they're not zoned at all, I don't think. They might have tried it one time a little bit this year, but I think I think they stay man. They they may drop off some people they don't think can shoot the three and tighten up on others. I don't. Barry may be more in, in tune with what they do than I. I have only seen them twice. But uh, I would say that they don't have any zone at all. Just if I, I don't think any, maybe one or two trips. A little bit. You talking about Alabama, Philip? Yeah, yes, sir. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't very. I don't think Nate Oates has probably played fifteen possessions of zone his whole career here. Uh, they very rarely, <laughs> rarely play it. Yeah, yeah. It's just I guess it's just where they flow sometimes. It, it'll, yeah, it'll, they do it'll, switch. They may switch sometimes, or so sometimes they switch screens and maybe make it look like a zone. So uh, people do sometimes do that. Uh, but I think they're pretty much a man-to-man team, and uh, they're late this year. And with a shot blocker at the rim, uh, they're really good at it this season. That's right. Well, got a tough one tomorrow night and tomorrow, man, and. Um, Hopefully, hopefully they can pull through. That's going to be a tough one. But anyway, guys, I hope y'all have a, a great weekend and and um, and, and um, be good and be safe. Thank you for the Thank call. You. Appreciate it. Uh, we appreciate the calls this morning. It's nice uh, to get uh, phone calls from different areas. And Gordon being up in Nashville and Philip, all those guys are absolutely outstanding. Remember, first domain condos, three bedroom, three and a half bath condominiums. Everything's included. That. Direct TV, internet, free, come with the rent. The location is outstanding right there in the historic district of downtown Norport. You got security cameras. Uh, you get a gated community. You got views of the river uh, right there, right near the river wall, right over the bridge. You're in downtown Tuscaloosa literally in like a minute. Uh, you could be at the campus in five. Uh, so give them a call today. Tell me you heard on the inside of the locker room. Get one month of free rent, 205 647 Six five or go to firstdomaincondos.com. Mr. Ty, 100.9 SC Home of Alabama Sports. Crimson Tide Today is brought to you by Tuscaloosa Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, and Ram, and Pearl River Resort. From the University of Alabama, this is Crimson Tide Today. It's a daily update on Bama Sports, and it's brought to you by Everwood Treatment Company, the official treated lumber of Alabama athletics. Everwood, wood, treated right. Hello again, everybody. I'm Roger Hoover. Alabama Gymnastics returns to action on Friday night, hosting the Florida Gators at 6.30 at Coleman Coliseum. Earlier this week on Hey Coach, head coach Ashley Johnston previewed what's coming up between the Crimson Tide and the Gators. 
nothing like a home home meet, what that feels like in Coleman Coliseum, you know, having the Florida Gators come in. I mean, they're one of the top teams in the country loaded with talent, and so it's going to be a great matchup. It's a great time for our fans to come out and watch it in person. Um, we're going to need every single person there cheering us on because it, it will likely come down to the last event, and, and hopefully it's a really close meet. What kind of mindset do you want to see from the team as they prepare for Friday night? You know, this week, I, I want to see them unleash. I, I feel like we've done a good job of working on the details, kind of knowing what goes into creating their peak performance. And now it's about just going out there and doing it. And I think we've gotten close, meet by meet. I'll have more in a moment. Producing championship quality lumber is not an easy process, but at Everwood Treatment Company, it's our only process. Wood treated right. Everwood is championship quality lumber for decks, outdoor structures, commercial jobs, and more that you can build your reputation on. No rot, no decay, no termites, no problems. Just wood treated right. To locate your local Everwood store, visit everwoodtreatment.com. Everwood Treatment, official lumber of the Alabama. Alabama Crimson Tide. We've got you covered for Alabama men's basketball at Missouri on Saturday. Tip-off from Mizzou Arena is set for 5 p.m. Central with radio coverage across the network starting at 4 p.m., both on the radio network and the Varsity Network app. Crimson Tide Today is brought to you by Everwood Treatment Company. Crimson Tide Today is a production of the Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield. I always wanted to learn Spanish, but I never thought I'd have the time. Then I discovered Babbel. Babbel's lessons are fun. They only take like 10 or 15 minutes, and in three weeks, presto. Welcome back to Inside the Locker Mart, uh, Alabama. Uh, we'll be at Missouri tomorrow, 5 o'clock. Uh, Dad, your thoughts? You know it's uh, they're going to run into a buzzsaw over there as far as the fans and all that, but they seem to be able to handle it, and there's no better environment than Houston. They've handled that. They've handled all these. That's probably what's been the most impressive thing is these guys are winning on the road, which is very difficult to do. What do you, what do you think happens tomorrow in Columbia? No, I think Alabama wins in a close one. I think they they had the ability to do so, and they played so well. I think the Houston game was a real a real uh, help to them mentally. I think when you win in Houston, you can win anywhere, and especially when they were down and came back uh, the way they did. So I would say they, they went in a, in a close, hard fought one. But uh, regardless, they're going to have a you know a, a very good probably win. Going to win the round robin, they do not have to play Kentucky anymore. They don't have to go to Kentucky, and that's always a scare. Uh, but uh, not this year, I guess. But they do have Tennessee at Knoxville, only the one game this year, and and I guess the Auburn game would be another game that would be um, Auburn's not as good, but we'll play them hard and harder as they can play. So, so you know, things have to fall. You know, bad for them to to even lose the game right now. They're so deep, and the kid that's hurt from Texas Tech uh, will be back pretty soon, and uh, that gives them actually ten full players that are going to play a great deal. So, when you have that kind of when you have that kind of strength and that kind of depth, you're going to be good. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, so we'll uh, see what happens um, over in Columbia, Missouri. And I saw. One of the analytics that they're predicting 
where these teams will finish. They're predicting Alabama to go 15 and three in the league. So somebody's seeing three losses out there. Uh, I don't know. When you play them one at a time. I don't think it's going to be any three losses. <laughs> All right, Joe, you got the pregame show tomorrow. Is that right? Uh, yeah, tip off at five, so we're starting at three, right? Yeah, we're starting at three, and then do y'all have co- do y'all have dad on your show? We love it. That's the best segment. Oh, y'all quit brown those in him. That's the best segment. The we'll best have segment? it at three thirty. Three thirty. All right, I'll tune in tomorrow. I haven't heard those segments yet, so we'll tune in. We'll try to get him to tell tell a story about you tomorrow. All right, there you go. Alabama one www.alabama one You heard Mike Brown in the first hour looking for the home mortgage, the credit card, the car loan. Just swing by the. Any one of the local branches, you can get the website and uh, start the process right there. Great people at Alabama One. Do what I did. Make the change. They'll take great care of you. The Gary Harris Show is next, so keep it locked in. You're listening to Tide 100.9. It's the home of Alabama sports.